My next guest is a four-star center in the class of 2022 out of Wisconsin, the rival's number 88 prospect in the nation at six foot five, 280 pounds. Carson Hinsman, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Doing well. Doing well. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. Well, first off, for people that don't yet know you, what is your story and how have you gotten to become this top prospect you are now? Yeah, so, you know, uh, I live in kind of the, I guess you could kind of say the boondocks of the, you know, the St. Croix County or wherever. We, I mean, we I live on a 300-acre farm, uh, you know, just a kind of older family farm that I always worked at since, uh, you know, forever until I was about 15, 16, um, and then kind of sports kind of took over that. But, um, yeah, that's mostly where I've learned all my hard work. I, my, my grandma lives right next to us, so she's the kind of the one that taught me and our family, you know, how to work hard and, you know, how to get after it. And uh, Yeah, I have two younger sisters. Uh, I have some mom and my dad. My dad played a lot of uh, college ball um, at St. Cloud State. They played overseas a little bit, so you know, that's kind of where I get my athleticism. You know, he's been my coach for a long, long time. Um, he's been kind of the one that's really pushed after it or me uh, on the field um, and, you know, on the court, whatever sport I played. Uh, yeah, uh, I go to a kind of a smaller school. We only have about 400 kids here at St. Chris Central. Um, and, you know, I've just been really honored to, you know, get the attention I have. I know a lot of people, you know, they're putting the work and haven't. Um, being the first um, kid from our school to go to a D1 school, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really honorable. Um, so, you know, I think it's really, you know, it's a really great opportunity, but, um, yeah, you know, I just lo- love, love playing football and, you know, love what we're doing. So yeah, I guess that's my story. Awesome. Carson, a few things to unpack there. First off with the 300 acre farm, you said you worked on it. What were some things that you would do? And I guess kind of what was a day in the life for you when you were working on the farm? Oh yeah. So, you know, uh, we get up about what, four o'clock, go milk cows and, uh, you know, uh, just, you, you, you do, you know, whatever you had to do that day, you know, everything was always broken. I don't know how, but it always was. Some was already fixed, but, uh, I mean, the day in the summer, you need to be doing, you'd be unloading about a thousand bales, you'd be loading and loading a thousand bales every day. Uh, you know, you'd be, obviously be building cows because you know, that's what you did. Um, you gotta feed them. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do everything. Uh, along with that, you know, I drive a tr- uh, grain truck. I still do. Um, <clears throat> And that, that's all it takes, but, you know, it, there, there's no off, you know, you get up at four and you, you go to bed, you know, whenever you can. So, uh, there's no off switch and, you know, it's just, it's not really like a, uh, like, oh man, that's, I don't like this job or it's a job, you know, it's just, it's just kind of what you do. You don't really like think about it as a job. It's just, just, you know, it's just your life. Cause I mean, that's what it takes up, you know? Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I said, I come from a long line of that. Uh, so long, a lot of hard workers, so. You know, just really, uh, really grateful to have that kind of experience. And yeah, just a lot of hard work that goes into it. Wow. Okay. And you said 400 kids at your school. So how did you get noticed coming out of a smaller school, smaller area like that? Uh, yeah, uh, just kind of uh, really, really pushing after it in the weight room um, and going to a lot of camps. I feel like that was really necessary. Otherwise, you know, obviously you, people don't really recruit our area, so um, you have to go down there uh, to different camps and really try to talk to people as much as you can. Um, you know, just kind of keep your uh, keep your name in the coach's ear. 
uh, just really trying to get after it, um, recruiting, <clears throat> you know, on the field and, and even on Twitter. I mean, it's a, it's a big thing as well uh, to get yourself out there for attention. But, yeah, um, I think the biggest thing, though, was just, like, uh, the consistency of, like, kind of every day being in the uh, in the weight room and being on the field, you know, practicing. I feel like uh, that consistency really builds up, and a lot of coaches really see that. Um, they really see a good worker. So, uh, you know, I learned that from, you know, my dad and people around me, especially my grandma. But I feel like that's what coaches really kind of look for, and especially when they see that from a small community uh, where you can get a player like that. I feel like they, they kind of see that they're getting a quality person. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's kind of how I got my attention out of here. Sweet. All right. Well, in terms of recruiting, what's the story behind your first offer? Uh, yeah, so uh, this is back when uh, Coach Polsek was at Iowa. Uh, we had talked to him for a little while, and, yeah, we were about to go down to his camp, and he knew I was going to go to Wisconsin camp after, and he said, you know, don't tell anybody, but we're going to offer you. And I was crazy because, I mean, I was just spring of my freshman year, so I didn't really – fully understand how like all that kind of went even together yet but just because like that's kind of all I had in my mind I thought it was gonna you know take till his junior year senior year to get start getting something but you know it kind of blew me away I was like well okay you know that's pretty cool I mean like two days after Wisconsin offered me which I, I thought was crazy and you know, it just kind of opened up from there but uh yeah no, just really really crazy just kind of like back to back I mean I, uh, I guess I'm stumbling right now just because going back to that feeling man it was it was insane i remember we were sitting in the truck and it was, it was probably about six o'clock because we were about to go get a workout they were gonna go down to the iowa camp uh that day and my mom just started bawling and stuff so oh, it was a really great experience awesome yeah and in terms of the recruiting blow up and getting to be known as a national guy or a top 100 prospect in the country according to rivals when did that come about how did that work Oh uh, yeah, I mean that, that just kind of came. I really, I really, I really couldn't tell you how that came up. That just, just kind of popped up after a while, and you know, coaches kind of. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's kind of one of those things where as soon as one, uh, you know, one person bites, it's kind of everyone try to hop, uh, gets to hop on. But what I mean, totally fine with me. I think it's awesome. So, uh, you know, well, one of those days, you just kind of look up, or I, I think it was my buddy who actually told me. He said, "You dang, you're, you're a." Your four star. I was like, I, I had no idea what that meant. So I was like, that's that's, that's cool, I guess. You know. So I just, uh, you know, really lucky to have it. Wow. Okay. And when was that? When you said, I, you know, I didn't know what a four star meant. Um, shoot, I think that was probably my either probably end of my freshman going into sophomore year. I had no idea about any of that stuff. I was kind of like, you know, sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I I realized I carried any weight or anything, but. You know, uh, I said really fortunate to have it. Awesome. You mentioned at the beginning that you're going to be the first from your school to go Division One. Is that correct? Uh, yep. Okay. And how old is your school, I guess, is my first question. Um, I mean, it goes back a long, long ways. I couldn't even tell you when it started. It's, it's like a, uh, like a two-town school. Um, so... I mean, I really couldn't tell you, probably back to, uh, shoot, probably 18, 1800. I mean, like late, late 1800s, but I mean, probably, probably, probably say like 1920 is when I started picking up a little bit, but no, it's an old, it's an older school. 
Wow. Okay. And is it first to go D1 in football or any sport or what? Uh, any sport, yeah, to get a full scholarship in D1. Wow. Okay. And when you hear things like that, what comes to your mind? What are your thoughts? I'm still just like, man, I just like to play football. I'm like, I, don't, I, don't, I still don't understand it. Like, it's insane. Like, you know, it, like I know you like you put in all this time in the weight room and stuff like that, but and like on the field. But you know, as soon as you get that, it's like, you know, this almost feels too easy. You know, after, like if you if you've ever seen this show, Greater, like when he like gets a starting spot in the uh, was like the Cow- or the Colts, he's like, man, this feels too easy. And they're like, you know, all that time you put in before that is what it made for. So. Uh, I'm still in shock about it. Like, it's, it's, I said, it's crazy because, you know, you, you always, at least on like when I was a little kid, always looking up to the seniors and stuff, seeing them at the homecoming rallies and just like, wow. Uh, you know, those are the guys I want to be. And then going up and, you know, at, at least uh, trying to be those guys or exceeding them a little bit. Um, you know, it's a really honorable thing uh, because, uh, you know, like I said, I really didn't even know that either until last year. They're like, like you know, you're the first one to ever do this. I was like, no, I didn't at all. So, not just a really cool opportunity. Wow, awesome. Okay, when we look at the tape and break down who you are as a player on the field, what are things that you feel like you do well, or things that are strengths of yours? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think personally, I think my my feet. Um, <clears throat> Or at least my quickness, I feel like that that can really helps a lot. Uh, growing up in a you know primarily kind of basketball household, I feel like uh, having good feet was just kind of a uh, you know a gift I got. Um, but yeah, I feel like that along with just kind of like a good drive, um, just being you know just being quick off the ball, I feel like is a big one. Uh, I mean, obviously we don't play the, the greatest competition down here, but I feel like even if like we go to the camps or something, I feel like uh, like the that kind of that quickness, the co- combination with like strength and explosiveness, I feel like that that's what really helps me elevate my game on the field. Okay. When you look at comparisons to maybe college or pro guys and who your game might be similar to in terms of style, what might come to your mind or who might come to mind? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, when I was younger, I was idolized guys like, uh, like Larry Allen or like Joe Thomas. Those kind of guys were just like, just kind of freeze. I mean, obviously Joe Thomas was like crazy, and uh, Larry Allen, you know, big dude. Uh, he just kind of got after it, and I um, mean, obviously he's a fast guy as well. You know, chasing down those li- those linebackers somehow, but um, yeah, just kind of those guys. I mean, when I was younger, I always looked up to JJ Watt. I mean, obviously I'm not a DN, but um, you know, for him to go through Wisconsin and obviously be the freak he is, you know, um, watching his game and him being so explosive, I feel like that really wanted me or make me get up to that level. So, um, yeah, I feel like those kind of guys really just uh, spoke to me in a way that I wanted to be like them. Gotcha. Okay. And then outside of football, what are some things that you enjoy doing, some hobbies or things that you do for fun? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously football kind of takes up a lot of it, but, um, you know, whenever I can find time, I mean, I, I eat at my grandma's house every single night. Um, I'm always over there. She only lives like a quarter mile down the road because we live out in the country, so it's like only my family, like pretty close, all pretty close to each other. So I go down there. Um, I have a '67 Mustang I work on, uh, just kind of for fun, um, trying to build that back up. 
I mean, obviously farming takes up a lot too, so you're always doing something there. But uh, trying to get other things. I mean, I, I play guitar a little bit whenever we can. We go up north because that's where my mom's family is from. Uh, it's from up in the upper peninsula, so that's kind of a necessity up there. So, you know, fishing a little bit, um, you know, hunting if we can. Um, but yeah, you know, just I, I mean, obviously hanging out with friends, um, post practices, or you know, whenever we can as well. So, yeah, just trying to be well rounded, you know, um, <clears throat> and I get getting a little extra. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess just uh, uh, working out is the uh, big, biggest thing. I'd probably say, you know, outside of football, I know that's kind of with it, but, you know, it takes a lot uh, to, you know, try to get up here. Or I shouldn't say here. It sounds weird, but I uh, try to get up to, um, you know, greater level. Obviously, seeing other guys who've done it, you know, that's that's what the, a lot of their devotion goes towards. So, you know, a lot, a lot of the times really in the weight room. Awesome. Okay. And, you said you go to your grandma's house a lot to eat. What kind of food do you get there? Oh shoot! I mean everything. I, I think, I think tonight. I mean, she's making some like, uh, she got her potato soup or something going on. I don't know. It's crazy <laughs> though. Like it's always good. I mean, I mean, I've been eating down there since I was like, I'm probably even spiritually, I was eating down there before I was born. You know, yeah. uh, she, she's she's always uh, uh, put food on the table every night. And I mean, if you look at my voicemail, it's every single night she'll if at least if i'm not there by at least like five o'clock she'll call me and wonder where i'm at so uh yeah no she's 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 really really devoted towards that you know i love hanging hanging out with her spending time with her i know she's always got something to say uh so yeah always good food that's for sure awesome okay what is what are some of your favorites or some of her biggest hits of what she's cooked for you biggest hits man that's tough (laughs) (laughs) um she, she makes this like really, really good chicken hot dish. That's just insane. Um, I mean, obviously her, her cookies are, you know, they're they're, they're insane as well. Uh, and that's just goes with anything. Uh, I, I really don't know because, like I said, I mean, everything she makes is good. So like, I, you know, obviously it made me into the kind of the player I am today. Um, you know, nutrition is obviously really important. So. Uh, you know, the food she puts on the table, you know, <laughs> I guess yeah. it helps a little bit. And you said you work on a 67 Mustang. How'd you get started in trying to work on cars? Uh, yeah, so I know really absolutely nothing about cars. Uh, I just like, uh, my dad always used to watch these like auto shows and he's really not a car guy either, but uh, I just kind of got into it. Um, we got, we got it from a guy uh, up in Minnesota. So, uh, yeah, just kind of started, you know, wrenching away on that kind of stuff. And, yeah, I, I feel like it's just, like, a good, like, pastime, and, you know, just kind of kill time a little bit. You know, it's pretty cool, like, you know, you kind of splice a couple wires here, really, like, blow your motor there, but, like, eventually you get it running. So, uh, I, I always think it's a pretty cool, you know, opportunity, and, you know, it'd be a pretty cool thing to, like, obviously show your kids one day, or, you know, you know, show, show the – show the people at school one day at a homecoming or something like that. I don't know. Just be cool. Yeah. Okay. And when you say you got the car, what kind of condition was it in? Oh, I mean, it, it was, it was in a condition, you know, I wouldn't say it's the best, but, uh, it was, it, it, it was struggling a little bit. You know, we yeah. had to put a lot of work into it, a lot of long hours into that thing. But, uh, yeah, it's a really great opportunity to work with my buddies and stuff like that on it. Um, yeah, we do a lot too. We had to rip the engine out twice, just because the thing was kind of messed up. But 
uh yeah i did a lot of, a lot of body work on it and stuff like that and uh yeah like i said it was a process you know we kind of took up a lot of my quarantine time uh just because you know obviously we didn't have much to do then but uh yeah i just like i said just uh a lot of work a lot a lot of work it needed so i mean it still needs a lot of work and even saying that you know it's it's a lot more than it sounded like uh especially when you're going into it you need to see a couple car shows where it's like 15 minutes and they already got a brand new car so it's like all right that's pretty cool i can do that but oh it's a little bit harder (laughs) yeah gotcha okay and then is there anything cool or unique you're trying to do to it in terms of interior exterior some cool thing you might want to add to it man i don't know i I, I just just make it loud make it cool probably put the um the rolls royce headliner in it just because i thought that was pretty cool um but yeah i don't know just i don't know just just try to stay classy a little bit but also try to make a little cool i don't know it just just kind of like i said another thing to add to your to your resume you know just something something to do got you okay and then when we take a look at your recruitment there's people out there that are speculating you've got offers all over the place in terms of a timeline, do you know what we could expect from you in terms of either top schools, commitments, things like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, at least right now, I know we're going to two games in September, and I feel like after those two games, I feel like that'll be the biggest deciding factor. Like, after that, I'm just going to commit. Um, I mean, I, just, I don't really know afterwards, but I'm looking to get it done in September. You know, I just want to get that, that kind of stuff done, get out of the way. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say September right now. Cause I feel like after, after those two games, I feel like it should be pretty clear. Um, the latest it'll, the latest I'm going to ever pull it is like start October, but that'll, that'll be it. Then I'm cutting myself off that. Okay. That sounds good. Well, Carson, that's all the questions I have for you. Thank you for your time today. Yeah. Awesome. Really appreciate it. Thank you.